0: Hi, this is Dr. William Renner. Thank you for joining what we think is the best podcast in America on evidence-based medicine. I'm here with Dr. Alan Safdie, famous gastroenterologist, internist, who's been doing clinical research for more than 30 years, who's on the cutting edge of medicine. Alan, one of my greatest fears is dementia. Um, Tell me about dementia and is there a way to prevent it?
1: Bill, that's a a great question. And the the good start is you remembered my name. Um, You know, everybody when
0: I have it written down.
1: Okay. (laughs) The the, the only everybody when they hear the word dementia, they think of Alzheimer's disease, which is the most common type counting for anywhere, depending on the study 40 to 70% of all cause dementia. Um, But there's over 100 different types of dementia, some of them are nutritional, Um, some of them are vascular, some are due to hypertension, um, you know, there's a lot of different things. We see B12 deficiency. We've seen lots of things that can cause dementia. So don't always think of Alzheimer's disease when you're thinking of dementia. And one of the things you worry about, um, you know, not only Alzheimer's disease, but a lot of people worry about is really cognitive aging. Um, as you get older, that's part of aging, uh, you your neuron numbers remain relatively stable, but the function of these neurons may decline a little bit. And this occurs in everybody to some extent. Uh, They're gradual. You may not remember somebody's name as quickly as you used to remember their name, but you're not walking into the wrong house. You're not getting lost on the way home. Um, You forget where your car keys are a little bit more frequently. And, And that's normal cognitive aging. And, you know, but dementia of all types is very common. There's more than 5 million Americans living with Alzheimer's disease. So it should scare you. One in three seniors dies with Alzheimer's disease or another form of dementia. Um,
0: When should you start worrying? When should you start worrying if you have dementia or get tested?
1: Unfortunately, usually it's people around you um, that may notice before you do. So you'll start to notice the normal cognitive aging. We're very aware of, you know, being aware of forgetting somebody's name. That's normal cognitive aging. When you don't remember your kids, when you don't remember how to get home, when things are much more advanced. And you can ask your physician to do some neuropsychiatric type testing, very simple testing uh, that we do to see if people have any signs of Alzheimer's. Eventually, we're going to have a blood test or we'll have other tests that look for this at earlier stages, because right now we have symptomatic therapy. We don't have preventative therapy other than the things we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about some preventative things, but remember this disease kills more patients than breast and prostate cancer combined. So, you know, let's talk a little bit about, you know, how do you prevent this? And there's, there's evidence, medically evidence-based ways to prevent you know cognitive decline not just dementia um but this cognitive cl- decline impairs the quality of her life threatens her independence uh places a tremendous burden on health as well as the family so look at the type of fats you're consuming and we're just going to give you some key little things to look at right now so eat healthy fats uh, proper nutrition is very important for brain function and health and helps with cognitive function and neuroendocrine function So we have studies with meta-analysis found that low levels of omega-3, significant intake, significantly reduced cognitive decline. Um, So you want a higher level, you know, the higher the level of intake of omega-3s, and it doesn't have to be by fish. It can be by flaxseed. It can be by chia seeds. Uh, There's a variety of ways. I'm a vegetarian, so I get it in other ways. You know,
0: Are, are fish oil tablets good to take?
1: We don't know. Um, the problem is a lot of these things cross the blood-brain barrier and uh, not as efficient of a fashion as we would like. There was a recent study on that. Um, so really, you want a lifetime of having omega-3. So if you're going to eat fish, eat fatty fish, eat it several times per week. Um, if you want to take flaxseed oh, oil. Fish tablets,
0: so fatty fish, you're talking about?
1: Salmon. Salmon. salmon not farm-raised because farm-raised doesn't have the reasonable good omega-3s, wild salmon, like wild coho salmon. Um, There's other fatty fish out there. I am not an expert in fish and probably haven't had any in 35 years. Um, You know, solve puzzles. Um, Activities that stimulate cognition are important. You know, cultivate strong relationships, whether it be with a significant other, but we have meta-analysis that showed um, you know, researchers compared dementia risk and married people with those who are single, widowed, or divorced, and they found lifelong single people at 42% increased risk of developing dementia, widowed people 20%, and they, that was the comparator group was the married people. So it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be married, but, you know, looking at strong relationships and the communication that goes along with those. And Exercise physical activity definitely helps prevent cognitive decline in Alzheimer's disease um, you know conversely sedentary people it heightens the risk of age-associated cognitive decline and uh, you know experts there was a previous study estimate that 25 percent reduction in sedentary behavior could prevent more than 1 million cases of dementia disease globally so you know think about that you know the other two things are should you meditate? I'm not good at meditating, but I meditate when I'm walking, when I'm hiking, when I'm biking. Um, those Zen-type moments are beneficial for your brain and reducing stress. Uh, there's no sure fi where to decrease stress. Um, I'm not good at telling people how to do that. But realizing that, you know, look at things and say, am I going to be upset about this in 72 hours or 24 hours from now? And when you ask yourself that, when you're getting upset, if you break a glass, am I going to be upset about this tomorrow? No. Then try to forget about it. Um, but stress-induced deficits in spatial reference, working memory, behavioral flexibility are significant. They, they change the synaptic and dendritic reorganization in our memory portions of our brain. So those are some key ways. And i got a few others if we've got a minute or two, Bill. Well,
0: uh, I wanted to just comment on the blue zones. Uh, and I think a lot of the, a lot of the popular, a lot of people who are listening know about the blue zones and uh, the activity and involvement that people have that uh, seem to be one of the most important things in uh, the blue zones. Do you want to comment on that?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I love what Dan Buettner done with the blue zones. It's epidemiologic research. It's not evidence-based medicine per se in a controlled fashion. But he's looked at different populations and key factors in those different populations um, that are common, you know, in those populations are they have strong support systems. They have empowered women. Um, So,
0: So blue zones are groups of people that live longer than other groups, even nearby groups. Is that correct?
1: Well, most of them are not in the U.S. except for, you know, we have. Uh, Seventh-day Adventists that are in the United States, most of them, yes, they they may be right next door to very unhealthy populations. Uh, Seventh-day Adventists definitely are. But they're mostly plant-based. Seventh-day Adventists, completely plant-based. They usually are active, whether it be in gardening or more formal exercise or walking or biking. They have strong family relationships. They do not smoke. Um, Most of them have relatively, if we look at blood pressure and one of the things you can do yourselves is aim to maintain your systolic blood pressure you know less than 130 or less in midlife you know starting to look at age 40 Um, they're not exposed to air pollution or secondhand they don't smoke they're not exposed to secondhand smoke for the most part Uh, none of them abuse alcohol for the most part Uh, if they drink they limit their drinking and they all believe in providing their children with primary and secondary educations, and they're active. Um,
0: yeah. They're all involved with their children and their grandchildren. I think that's one of the most important factors is that the, the older people become uh, functional and useful. Uh, they don't just uh, sit at home and uh, do idle things. They're actually involved in the care of their children and grandchildren or other people that doesn't have to be children or grandchildren it can be others or neighbors or anyone down the street but they're all involved in some social activity where they care for other people
1: yeah you're right bill i mean you know emulating the blue zones behaviors which i try to do on more of a mediterranean type diet i think is extremely beneficial You know, worldwide right now, we have 50 million people living with dementia. It's projected to increase to 152 million by 2050. This is an epidemic. Um, And we have to look at all causes of dementia, not just Alzheimer's, but the nutritional aspects, the vascular aspects. But you can decrease dementia if you just follow the key, you know, even nine of the things that I just mentioned, including, you know, avoiding head injuries, obesity, diabetes, being active, plant-based diet predominantly. It doesn't have to be solely avoiding smoking, primary or secondary smoke inhalation, controlling your blood pressure, you know, encourage use of hearing aids for hearing loss and reducing hearing loss by protecting the ears and reducing air pollution, which is a tremendous cause of dementia. These little 2.5 micron particles in air pollution can go right into the brain. Um, So living in polluted areas, you won't find any of the Blue Zones people all these areas where they live a lot longer than the rest of us in areas of significant air pollution. So air pollution is probably more dangerous than almost any health emergency we have right now, but we can reduce, you know, depending on the country, look at anywhere from 35% of all dementia cases, looking at these few little factors I gave down to 56% reduction in Latin America. Uh, if we just follow some of these key things, so dementia can be prevented, um, not universally, but I think people need to think: I'm going to start working on these life child changes now, not waiting till I have a problem.
0: Alan, this is this has been a fascinating discussion. I just think it's so important that people start now with thinking about longevity, thinking about their diet, thinking about uh, their care with other people, think about all those uh, all those things you you discussed, and that they can actually change change uh, their chance of uh, developing dementia. Uh, well, Alan, thanks. This is another great discussion uh, from you. It was just uh, some brilliant, uh, brilliant ideas. Uh, for those of you listening, if, if you like this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and tell your friends uh, about our, our podcast. Thank you, Alan, for this uh, this great talk today. Stay safe, Bill. Thank you.